what a crazy couple of days. Welcome to your news update for Thursday, January 25th. We've got a lot to talk about in this one. Topics include the attempted bribe of Kerry Lake by Arizona Republican Party Chair Jeff DeWitt, who has resigned. That's a big story. Also, the border crisis, probably the top story over the past couple of days in this country. Texas holding their own. And now we have Republican governors from 25 states voicing support for Governor Texas Governor Greg Abbott. They're at the uh, they're in Texas, and we also have the press secretary from the White House mentioning that federalizing the Texas National Guard is not off the table. So absolutely huge fight between states trying to retain their sovereignty and protect themselves, and good old. Joe Biden and the federal government, absolute shit show, but on one hand, it's waking a hell of a lot of people up and making people, um, making states demand their sovereignty. And then some other stories as well. We had a big video drop from Steve Crowder a couple of days ago exposing a BlackRock director and allegedly, potentially, this BlackRock director was found to have an email address that was accessing a bunch of child porn sites. So Stephen Crowder doing some undercover investigation, Project Veritas-esque, and we'll take a look at that BlackRock story and some other things as well. Uh, fight in Ohio to ban trans people from public bathrooms, and a few other stories too. LA Times laying off a bunch of people, and some mainstream media journal- journalists are in full re-mode over the LA Times and just fake news media absolutely imploding. It's great. Okay. All right, first, let's dive into this Carrie Lake story. This is this is wild, man. This is like something you would see from a Hollywood movie, but no, it is very real. So an audio was leaked. I don't know exactly how it came out. I think it came out through the Daily Mail first. They're the ones who published it, and then it just went spread like wildfire all across social media. But about a five-minute video of... Jeff DeWitt, who is the Arizona Republican Party chair. Jeff DeWitt on recording trying to bribe Carrie Lake. And he's referring to people back east wanting to pay Carrie Lake to just take a couple of years off. Don't run for Senate. Take a couple of years off. We'll get you a cushy job somewhere. You can make some money and you can return to politics in a couple of years. Just take a couple of years off. It's either it's either DC Swamp or Cartel, maybe both, that clearly have Jeff Witt by the balls and are trying to use him as the middleman to bribe Carrie Lake here. Just crazy. Absolutely wild. This should have been the top story on on a Tuesday all across the mainstream media, but of course, not a word. Not a word. Although yesterday Jeff DeWitt resigned. So Shit show going on there. Actually, today or tomorrow, Trump was supposed to be speaking at an event in Arizona called the Freedom Fest being held by the Arizona GOP, but Trump decided to not go. Just a couple of hours ago, he announced that he's not going to that Arizona GOP Freedom Fest event to speak there, probably because Trump doesn't feel like getting bribed by the Arizona GOP, but it's a a mess going on in Arizona there, man. And thank you, Carrie Lake, for having big, giant, brass lady balls. She's awesome, man. I really hope she runs for Senate and wins. I really hope she 
ends up as either president or vice president in four or eight years, Carrie Lake is absolutely awesome. Arizona needs her. Uh, here was Jeff DeWitt's statement he released yesterday. So let's see. He says the recording was a deceptive tactic that was taken out of context and uh, selectively edited. Huh. Well, Jeff DeWitt, if it was taken out of context and deceptively edited, then why did you resign, buddy? Why, why, why do you feel the need to tuck your tail and run? <laughs> also, in this audio recording, Jeff DeWitt said that he doesn't think Trump has a chance of winning. So here he is saying he's a proud supporter of Trump. <laughs> what a freaking clown. What a clown. I mean, the cartels. The cartels have such a huge hold in Arizona on both parties. This is a perfect example of it's not left or right. It's corruption versus non-corruption. And unfortunately, the reality is the Democrat Party is just full of brainwashed, corrupt goons. But... Conservatives out there still have yet to realize how compromised the Republican Party is and how brainwashed many Republicans still are in that party. But luckily, we have the MAGA movement. We have the America First movement that is working to undo a lot of that corruption and brainwashing for the most part. So bye-bye, Jeff DeWitt. Employ the, enjoy the unemployment line. And here's a beautiful example of fake news shillery. This is a, from our friend... Patriot Control on Twitter. Man, he gets a lot of his work stolen. People like Charlie Kirk, Benny Johnson, Jack Posobiec, all the major mainstream Con Inc. voices steal this guy's content, steal his memes all the freaking time, and they're constantly editing out his watermark. So that's why I feel the need to say something about it and give him some extra props in this video because I'm in some chat groups with him, and he's an awesome guy, puts in a lot of good work, so we're not going to let his content get stolen. Let's see. Shot. Article from The Independent. Headline, 10 months ago. Carrie Lake spins tale of attempted bribery to drop out of politics. This was during a speech of hers at CPAC. Early last year, 2023. During her CPAC speech, Carrie Lake mentioned her being bribed. Didn't say who, didn't offer, offer any details at that point. Carrie Lake just patiently waiting for the video to come out <laughs> 10 months later. Independent headline. Carrie Lake spins tale of attempted bribery to drop out of politics. Chaser. 10 months later. Audio recording reveals the moment that senior Republican figure tried to bribe Carrie Lake not to run for Senate. Wow, independent. How, how ironic. They call themselves independent, not independent at all. No wonder all kinds of media outlets are going through mass layoffs right now and just getting destroyed because independent journalists changing the game. We are the news now. All right, on to the border, border crisis. Here is the statement from Texas Governor Greg Abbott. He posted this on Twitter yesterday, my statement on Texas's constitutional right to self-defense. He says, Biden has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Also said, President Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. 
And also says, by wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas's border security infrastructure, Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal entry points and enticed them into the dangerous waters of the Rio Grande, enticing them to get in here illegally, right? So Greg Abbott is invoking an article of the Constitution, Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves states right to self-defense so texas is invoking the constitution for their own self-defense purposes and they are activating their national guard just a few minutes ago trump posted on true social calling for all willing states to send their national guard to the border so in the coming weeks this could blow up even further even further we could be getting a bunch of national guard to the border we could be getting joe biden and his Federal Shield clown crew trying to federalize the National Guard. I mean, this could this could turn serious. Um, let's see. Here is some video of the Texas National Guard continuing to put up razor wire, not backing down, even after Biden trying to send in Border Patrol, send in the feds, and force Texas National Guard to stop. But that ain't working. There's still... Uh, Texas state agencies still working to protect their border. Here is the latest map. This just from today. All the states in red, their governors have affirmed their support for Texas. So uh, here's more on that from the Republican Governors Association. 25 Republican governors released a joint statement today supporting Texas Governor Greg Abbott. And here's the list. So this is this is where we get our map from. And each of these governors have posted their support for Greg Abbott on Twitter. So that is what our map is conveying here. So all of these red states. So if you're not in one of these red states, then uh, maybe y'all need to get active in your communities and try to change the fraudulent elections and the brainwashed people who are actually voting for commies. Surprisingly, Kentucky, not on this list. North Carolina, not on this list. What's going on there? Uh, Vermont, not on this list. I think they have a Republican governor, don't they? Vermont. Uh, Arizona, not on here. Big surprise, not surprised. Arizona should be on here. Maybe 15 years ago, Arizona would have been on here, but the simple fact that so many Californians are moving east and then still voting for the shitty policies and also fraudulent elections in Arizona. Katie Hobbs <clears throat> and all the illegal immigration going on too, changing the voting demographics, changing the uh, how things are happening in these border states and elsewhere. It's crazy, so... There's our map of based states. Glad I got out of Washington, I'll tell you that. All right, now here is press secretary on CNN just this morning having something to say about the White House federalizing the Texas, Texas National Guard. Let's play this clip. Homeland Security Department has asked for access to this park that is now currently in dispute. It doesn't seem like they've gotten it. Uh, they now are allowed to cut down razor wire yeah. Some Democrats are saying the president needs to federalize uh, the Texas National Guard. So look, that's something that could happen. 
I mean, look, I'll say this. Uh, you know, the Border Patrol agents are now, as you said, allowed to cut through the wire because of what the Supreme Court has laid out. It's, it's unfortunate that we had to go there. It's unfortunate that there is a governor in Texas, Governor Abbott, who has politicized this issue of what's happening on the border. Oh, fuck you, lady. You did not have to go there. Look in a mirror, 100% projection. It's unfortunate that Texas had to go there because of the policies and ideologies of the Biden administration enticing millions of illegal immigrants to cross the border illegally, right? It's unfortunate Texas and all these states have to go there. And it's not making people's lives safer. It's actually making it harder for law enforcement at the, at the border to do their job. And so we have been very clear. We want to make sure we get something done at the border. That's why we've been having these conversations with Senate Republicans and Democrats for the past several weeks to come up with a bipartisan agreement right. to deal with the border. And look, if that the governor is not interested in that, Governor Abbott is not interested in that. He wants to politicize an issue and he's not helping communities. He actually isn't. And he's actually. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <sighs> Thank you, Texas, for being Texas. Let's just say that. Thank you, Texas, for being Texas. We could call this the Lone Star Rebellion. Lone Star. That's right. If the White House tries to federalize any of these state national guards. Oh, man. Like I said, this could get serious real quick. And here's some examples of Democrats in Congress, some congressional Democrats saying that, yeah, calling for Biden to federalize the Texas National Guard. Even if he does, good luck. I would imagine 90 plus percent of everybody in the Texas National Guard is very happy that they're under state control. And even if Joe Biden tries to come in and federalize them, what are they going to do? Then you got to make a choice. Same point can be made to Border Patrol. E even if Border Patrol being a federal agency, does that mean they need to follow unconstitutional and or illegal orders? I would imagine most rank and file of Border Patrol are probably sitting there like nodding their head. You go, Texas National Guard. We ain't going to come cut the razor wire. We got orders from the White House to do it, but we're just going to sit back and watch. <laughs> right? Let's hope that happens. Let's go Border Patrol. Make the right choice. Insane what's happening. So, eyes continuing to be on this story. Uh, and one more thing on the border. Example of why it's important to have border security. Not only, you know, come over legally. Do it the right way. Be patient, go through the process, immigrate legally, totally fine with that. We need a merit-based system. The issue is you've got millions and millions, this influx of millions coming over, not doing it the legal way, not going through the due process. But And then they're overloading our systems. They're overloading the healthcare systems. They're overloading all these sorts of systems, just sucking money out of the government. Um, a, a, a lot of them, okay. A lot of them might be honest, hardworking people, but still getting the benefits, still doing everything under the table, and it's, you know, it, it, our infrastructure can't handle it. Our society can't handle it, and they're just running away from their own countries 
Why not try to change their own countries instead of just running into this one and then making it a shit show? And also, we've got issues of some of these migrants, military-age males. Who knows who they're really representing? Check out this one. By the way, if you are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Very easy. Wow, very easy. <laughs> that was a Middle Eastern illegal migrant. He said, soon you will know who I am. Believe me, you will see. Inter uh, social media sleuths found that this guy, look at these two photos. They look a lot alike. They look a lot alike. I'm looking at the ears, pointy ears, same, very similar glasses, nose there, beard profile, all that, right? Internet sleuths are looking at these guys maybe being the same person. It could be Mavsum Samadov, who leads the Azerbaijan Islamic Party, and they have close ties to Hezbollah. This could be a Hezbollah-linked agent coming over the border. And this video was taken three days ago. Well, five days ago at this point, on the 20th. This video was taken on the 20th. And this uh, potentially Hezbollah-linked Migrant here, he was jailed for 12 years on charges of attempts to organize terror attacks and overthrow the government of Azerbaijan. He was released on January 19th from prison. So this video was taken one day, one to two days after he was released from prison. His task could be coming over the border, right? This is, what, this is one reason why border security is important. I mean, ideal world, utopian world, Borders are just imaginary lines separating people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand those arguments, but we don't live in a utopian world. We've got all kinds of evil people out there, selfish people, bad actors, and for the time being, humanity as a whole, not really awakened and responsible enough to handle the whole open border, imaginary lines thing. So for the time being, we need border security. We need strong nations protecting their own people. And then that'll allow more of a free flow of travel across the world. But right now, no, not the case. Too much division to be able to handle that utopian society. Um, and on the topic of, like, Civil War vibes, let's go back to this story here. Britain, the head of Britain's army. Let me get this ad out of the way. There we go. The head of Britain's army said that Britain should train and equip a citizen army to prepare the country for war on land. Those are the words of General Sir Patrick Sanders, the outgoing chief of the general staff, saying that Britain needs to train and equip a citizen army. Uh, first of all, predictive programming much? What, what does he mean by this? Second point... Um, yeah, Britain, you're a little behind there. Uh, America kind of did that like 300 years ago, <laughs> 250 years ago. It's nice having a Second Amendment and a pretty sweet constitution. You should, uh, you should catch up there, Britain. Maybe get yourself some uh, more freedom and allow your citizenry to train themselves and equip themselves. <laughs> uh, good luck. Good luck for whatever your future holds, Britain. Sounds like y'all are scared about something. Okay, Nikki Haley 
Uh, going back a couple of days ago, we had the primary in New Hampshire, and Nikki Haley lost by double-digit points. Here is a photo of the watch party at Nikki Haley headquarters. She got CNN on the big screen. That tells you everything you need to know right there. And also, not a very packed house. I was, a, I was at frat parties in college that had more people than this. Not a very packed house. Yet somehow Nikki Haley is still, still trucking along, still thinks she has a chance. She's probably blackmailed. Blackmailed to keep running. And her globalist rhino funders are forcing her to stay in the race. Secretly, she probably doesn't want to be. But uh, she's forced to do it. Let's see. This this is a snapshot of Nikki Healy voters. So, you know, she got like 45% of the vote, 44% of the vote at the New Hampshire primary, something like that. Um, main point we're learning, though, is that most Nikki Healy voters aren't even... Republicans, they're like Democrats or independents or unaffiliated people who affiliate Republican at the last minute just to vote Nikki Haley so they can try to beat Trump. Check this out. Nikki Haley. And why did you vote for Nikki Haley? Uh, it's a vote against Trump. Uh, I think it would be better to have her against Biden in the uh, elections than it would be Trump. Do you consider yourself generally independent, Republican, or Democrat? Uh, Democrat. So when you undeclared, you voted for Nikki Haley. If it was Nikki Haley against Joe Biden in a general election, who are you voting for? Joe Biden. What is the... Nikki Haley. <laughs> you see? And then here's this. We're learning from the uh, exit polls from the New Hampshire primary. We asked folks coming into the polls, do you identify as a Republican? Do you identify as a, a Democrat? Or do you identify as an independent? And here's what we found in this exit poll so far. And I think this jumps right out at you. A minority of voters in this first wave of the exit poll in the Republican primary identify as Republicans. A majority, 53%, identify as either independents, 45%, or, and this is a high number historically, 8% identify as Democrats. You see that? Most GOP voters in this primary are not even Republicans. They're affiliating at the last minute, jumping in just to vote against Trump for Nikki Haley. So this is, I'm not even concerned about the primaries going forward. This is a shit show. It's going to be a blowout. Trump's going to get the, uh, nomination for the GOP it's gonna be it's either gonna be Trump versus Biden or Trump versus somebody might not be Biden that's you know looking ahead to the election but anyway that's for the future over to Ohio so good old Rhino DeWine Ohio Governor Mike DeWine he <laughs> what a what a clown this guy vetoed a bill in the Ohio legislature that was working to uh, protect minors from experimental transgender treatments and was working to ban transgendered people from women's sports. Governor Mike DeWine vetoed it. Luckily, the Ohio Senate jumped in and overrode DeWine's veto of bill protecting kids from gender-affirming care and trying to protect women's sports and keep 
public restrooms uh, gendered. So there you go. That's what's going on in Ohio. Now let's check out this Steven Crowder video exposing BlackRock. So it was BlackRock managing director Abigail Geller. This is not a dude. This was a female. A female alleged pedophile. So I'm not going to play this five-minute video because it's quite long. We're going to go to Liz Crokin's reporting on this because it's a lot faster to read for the basic details. An email address potentially owned by a BlackRock director was registered with a members-only child porn site. Steven Crowder's team dropped a bombshell report a couple of days ago exposing that a female managing director with BlackRock potentially owns an email address that was registered with the members-only child porn site that connects to a vast network of self-proclaimed pedophiles, rapists, and murderers. In the report, the Louder with Crowder team exposed that the email address hero121 at mail.com connected to the username Jackie222 and which was a registered member of the child porn site rapey.us. This email address repeatedly connected back to one name via more than 10 identity verification services, Abigail Gold Geller, who is a managing director at BlackRock. Crowder's team hired a private investigator who corroborated this information. Additionally, Crowder's investigator was able to take it a step further, proving that the hero121 at mail.com email address was used two separate times at a property that Geller owns in New York. A member of Crowder's team confronted Geller over the phone. She asked if she could call back. And when Crowder's team got a call back, it was her lawyer. Her lawyer was on the phone and denied that that email address is Geller's email address. And he strongly warned that Crowder should not publish the story. <sighs> that is a doozy. That is a doozy. BlackRock director allegedly... A child porn aficionado. A female managing director of all people, too. That's crazy, right? There's probably a lot more female pedos out there than people realize. But regardless, uh, bring... <laughs> Make guillotines great again. Let's just say that. Okay, onward. Prosecutors admit Ray Epps committed multiple crimes, but he was offered a plea deal because of conspiracy theories. Reporter Judy Kelly obtained a transcript of the sentencing hearing for Ray Epps. And apparently Ray Epps was given a sweetheart plea deal because of all the conspiracy theories and attacks he was getting. Yeah, bullshit. That sounds like a cover-up. That sounds like a lame excuse to hide the... What's probably the real reason he got a plea deal? Because he's a fed boy. So they're hiding that, covering up that narrative with this narrative. Oh, conspiracy theories. That's why he got a sweetheart deal. Yeah, okay. All right. Chuck Schumer coming after Zins, bro. This is a red line. This is going to piss a lot of people off. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is calling for federal action to crack down on a product called Zen. He says the nicotine pouches pose a danger to teens as they use them as an alternative to e-cigarettes. Pouch packed with problems. High levels of nicotine. So today I'm delivering a warning to parents because these... Wait, wait, wait. He's saying, how dare you enjoy 
tobacco-free nicotine pouches. How dare you? How, you, sh you should smoke. You should vape. How dare you ingest nicotine sublingually? We would rather have you vape. And he's coming after Zins. Meanwhile, how much fentanyl is pouring over the southern border? Deadly illegal fentanyl. Enough fentanyl to kill the entire population of Earth has poured over the southern border over the past, like, year or two. Chuck Schumer not going after that. He's going after your Zins. Dude. <laughs> Priorities mixed up. And then we've got the good old Congress insider trading. Check this out. As U.S. lawmakers are calling for a crackdown on Zins, which Chuck Schumer says, oh my gosh, dangerous levels of nicotine. Zins come in two strengths. Three milligrams, six milligrams. Um, one cigarette has about one milligram of nicotine, nicotine in it. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, so one of the three milligram pouches of Zin is only about three cigarettes. Uh, it's not all that high. I mean, vapes are far worse. All these teens getting into vaping, sucking them down like there's no tomorrow. But anyway, as U.S. lawmakers are calling for a crackdown on Zin nicotine pouches, Zin is owned... The majority stakeholder in the company that makes Zinn is Philip Morris. Zins are made by a Swedish company. Philip Morris is the largest stockholder. Representative James French Hill recently sold up to $250,000 of Philip Morris stock. Oh, wow. Interesting. Where did he get that tip from? Nancy Pelosi, maybe? I want in. I want in on this Congress Insider Trading Group. Come on, guys. How do I get in on this? Shit. So, anyway. Good old Chucky Chuck. So, Congress going after Zins. World Economic Forum going after coffee. Listen to this guy. Basically, the coffee that we all drink um, emits between 15 and 20 tons of CO2 per ton of coffee. So we should all know that this is every time we drink coffee, we are basically putting CO2 into the atmosphere. Oh, oh man, oh man. Guess we should uh, get rid of Starbucks then, huh? Liberals out there, heads are exploding. Oh no, I got to get rid of my coffee for climate change. I can't do that. No, Seattle spontaneously combusts. In re <sighs> going after coffee now, huh? Meanwhile, these guys wake up in their fancy schmancy hotels there in Davos, Switzerland, probably sipping on the finest Italian brew. And they fly in on their private jets. All oh, the CO2 in the atmosphere. Oh my god, the planet's gonna warm, turn into lava. The floor is lava because we're drinking coffee. Just the mental gymnastics of these mofos. It's insane. And no, Okay, so we have globalists going after coffee. That's a serious red line. If you thought going after Zins was bad, now they're going after coffee. Which, that's, that is far beyond political lines. You've got 
right-wingers out there and left-wingers all clutching their morning cup of brew like, don't you freaking dare. So these globalists are going after coffee. They're also going after your home gardens. Actual headline from the biggest UK newspaper a couple of days ago. Carbon footprint of homegrown food five times greater than those grown conventionally. They are now using, ju- using climate change as a justification to brainwash people to stop growing their own food. Because study says five times greater carbon pollution. Oh, Are you shitting me? What does conventionally grown food mean? For thousands of years, conventionally grown food meant grow food in your front yard. And... Conventionally grown food, we're talking giant machinery running on diesel to mine it. We're talking all of the semi-trucks and shipping containers necessary to ship this food around the globe. We're talking all the electricity required for the refrigeration systems to keep it stocked at your big box grocery stores. We're talking all the pesticides and herbicides that are sprayed into the environment on these conventionally grown big ag plantations. Who did this study? Who did this study? The University of Michigan. Well, that explains it. Freaking Michigan. Michigan's a shit show. The majority of the emissions do not come from growing of the food themselves, scientists say, but from the infrastructure needed to allow the food to be grown. Yeah, right? Like, how, how are you telling me that the infrastructure of a garden in somebody's front lawn or backyard out emissions the infrastructure of a giant Monsanto-owned 10,000-acre farm? Oh, my God. Retards, man. Oh, but some good news. LA Times laid off 115 people. And I'm reading this article from the LA Times because I just love the irony there. So who knows who's left at the LA Times? (laughs) Oh. And this is... Newsweek was laying off people. Washington Post was laying off people. So many of these news outlets recently laying off people. It's great. It's fantastic. It's great news. This is what the LA Times newsroom looked like this morning. This was a photo from an LA Times reporter. He asks, what's missing? I say nothing. Nothing is missing. This is a beautiful sight to see. Empty chairs, empty desks. Computers are off. No fake news being fabricated this morning from the LA Times. We need to make this spread. And lastly here, good old Taylor Lorenz, our favorite millennial propagandist from the mainstream media. She is having a meltdown. Her and many other mainstream media journalists having a meltdown over the news from the LA Times layoffs. This will be the last thing I play, and it is fantastic. Let's watch. 
entire journalism industry is basically in a free fall. Today, the Los Angeles Times laid off 115 employees. They wiped out their entire DC bureau in an election year. They laid off pretty much all of their sports teams. They killed their entire tech and business section. They laid off breaking news writers, social media editors, the list goes on. But what's really dark is this is just the latest in months and months and months of layoffs in the media industry. In fact, tens of thousands of journalists have been laid off in the past year. Major Hooray! Let's all clap! Yay! Oh, my camera feed went out. Battery on my camera must have died. I don't know when my camera feed went out. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Major media companies like BuzzFeed News have completely shuttered their news operations. Time Magazine also just laid off a ton of people, and oh, Sports Illustrated basically shut down last week. Pretty much the entire digital media ecosystem that myself and a lot of other millennial journalists came up in has been completely hollowed out. And it's not just digital media sites. Local news has been obliterated. The newspaper industry is cratering. Radio is essentially dead, aside from NPR, which has been gutted. Meanwhile, hundreds of workers at Condé Nast, the parent company of pretty much much every major magazine from GQ to Vogue to The New Yorker to Vanity Fair are on strike because they're also facing impending layoffs. Even mainstream national media outlets owned by billionaires like The Washington Post where I work and The Atlantic where I used to work have done layoffs. If you're a young journalist today, there's almost no on-ramp to traditional journalism. Even if you do get a job, journalist salaries have been stagnant and even declined. And by the way, we don't make that much to begin with. I don't think people understand how bad the world would be without journalists. <laughs> All right, we got the camera back up and running to finish out this video. Taylor Lorenz, absolute meltdown. But this is a good video describing how destroyed traditional media is getting. She went through radio. She went through 20,000 job cuts at mass media organizations over the last few years. Thank you for laying it out for us, Taylor Lorenz, about how, how... The mass public no longer trusts the fake news. How so many people are turning away from that onto citizen journalism. Just look how huge Twitter and Telegram, True Social, all these alternative platforms are getting. How these podcasts are, how big they're getting from independent media people. Just dudes in like their basement researching stuff and posting and making podcasts and talking about it. She says, oh, radio's dead. Traditional radio, mass radio, but you could say these radio podcasts are doing fantastic. So, big bummer, big bummer. Taylor Lorenz tears. Oh, they're so sweet. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's great. Oh. <laughs> ah, so, there you go. Carrie Lake attempted bribe. Jeff DeWitt resigns. Shit show going on there in Arizona. Shit show also going on in Texas with the southern border fight. That's going to be a huge story in the coming weeks. Probably the top story that everybody's going to be looking at. We'll see. We'll see what Congress people try and what the White House does in trying to federalize the National Guard. That's if they if they do, that's going to be crazy. We got BlackRock getting exposed. Good job, Stephen Crowder, for that one. And the mainstream media in total freefall. It's great. Okay, guys, that's your Thursday update. Thank you for watching. Appreciate if you would hit the little plus on Rumble. Thumbs up this video wherever you're watching it. Give it some engagement. Uh, subscribe to this channel. And on Sunday, also, Sunday I will be doing a uh, uh, voice call, live call, in my private Telegram chat. So if you are supporting me on Locals, subscribe star, 
Substack, or Patreon. You can find all those linked below. Also on my website, I, I redesigned my website so you can find, I know all my channels, all my different uh, accounts are kind of scattered. I do videos on a few different channels on a few different platforms. Uh, my website, I redesigned, so it's easy to find where those channels are. You can also find links to local Subscribestar, Patreon, all there, or in the description underneath, underneath this video. If you support me monthly on any of those subscription websites, you get access to a private Telegram chat, and then it, and uh, every Sunday, I do live calls, group calls with my private Telegram chat. I'll be doing one this Sunday, so thank you for your support. Locals is probably the best platform to do it, but if you prefer Subscribestar, Patreon, or Substack, by all means, do one of those. And uh, you help me and my shit posting. You help this independent journalism, and uh, you also get access to that group chat. So appreciate you guys. See you in the next video. I'll be on Badlands Media tonight, and then tomorrow, clickbait of the week. I've yet to announce it, so if you're listening to this, you're probably the first to hear it, but I'm going to use my Friday live stream this week to do a good old clickbait of the week. See you guys tomorrow for that. Hope you can join me. Should be a fun one. I'll crack the bourbon open for it, and we'll have a good time. Take care, everybody.